Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Women's College World Series is uh, underway and going. Uh, actually, already a game final from earlier. Texas. I don't. I do not like Texas. That is a. Uh, that's a little rumor that's going around. Not true. Uh, <laughs> Why is that rumor going around? <laughs> oh, just because I said there should be one second on the clock in the 2009 championship uh, game. That doesn't mean I like Texas. You say that on early break. I also said I liked Colt McCoy because I do kind of like. Colt I McCoy. do kind of like Colt McCoy. He was, uh, and he's the Cardinals backup. That's my football team. That is true. Would you say this on early break? Uh, no, uh, I think it was uh, one of the days you were out or something. <laughs> yeah, Nick was surprised <laughs> that I thought there was one second. So, uh, there's a the meme clock. going around. <laughs> Is Nick, that what's yeah, going on? yeah, Nick made a little uh, little deal there. Yeah. Um, anyways, Texas softball gets the win over number five UCLA seven to two, uh, and then Northwestern had a one nothing lead on the prohibitive favorites. Oklahoma has yeah. just been dominating everybody all year, uh, and now I think they're down five one. And Oklahoma likes to uh, get so many runs that they just call the game. So uh, yeah. look out for that. that no, and that's the thing. And we were talking about this on air. I don't see any scenario in which Oklahoma loses two games. Yeah. It's double eliminate. I mean, I, Oklahoma will lose a game. They did during the season, but they're not going to lose two. I, I just really do not see that happening. Well, it's kind of interesting. I can't wait to see what the, you know, of course, the men's college world series field looks like. Um, but it wasn't like a, a huge amount of favorites got into the, the field as far as the world series goes um, for the women's side. Cause it's just number one, Oklahoma. And the next highest ranked team is that number five UCLA was already lost. Right. Um, so even, you know, it, it kind of depends on how you view tournament play, but um, the top teams didn't even make the World Series. So right. Oklahoma's feeling pretty good of where they're sitting. Yeah. At least Northwestern made it. We always cheer for the Big Ten, even if it's Northwestern. Is that how it goes? You always root for the Big Ten? I do. Not everybody always does. I'm a conference affiliation guy. Um, See, a lot of people had trouble when Nebraska joined the Big Ten from the Big 12, kind of making that jump. Because Nebraska used to have this little rivalry with the Big Ten, which is basically um, in their heyday. It was like, yeah, we'd, just, we'd destroy the Big Ten if we went over there. Eh, well. And well, this was <laughs> not necessarily uh, well, like uh, well. not necessarily that era of arrogance. I'm I'm talking about when Nebraska had Tom Osborne was at the top of right. the game, which in, and they could have went. They to probably were right. Yeah, no, I, would have had success. Probably right, but not anymore. No, well, <laughs> unfortunately not. But uh, but yeah, in any case, uh, you wanted to talk about uh, Adrian Martinez a little bit. Uh, VJ, <laughs> uh, it's kind of funny to to listen to the captain VJ. Um, and uh, in his differences in opinions with his co-host uh, Nick and Rico from time to time on whether we're going to whether Husker Nation should feel obligated or want to cheer for Adrian Martinez at Kansas State. I know there are a lot of folks that that do. And I know there are a lot of folks that don't want to see him win. Um, I've talked about getting a group together on the bye week and going down to Manhattan and all wearing Husker red. <laughs> oh, my God. And just showing that we're a great fan base that we even love Adrian after he leaves. Um but uh, I never quite understood it, to be completely honest, um, is that uh, this this fan base really did gravitate toward that that man. Uh, and as much which, time as he struggled and, uh, d you know, even when he got uh, benched for Luke McCaffrey temporarily, he had like a great speech in the locker room as, as a captain and people just love that. And, um, you know, it, it's never really too much a question of his character or anything. I just... I just never, uh, I guess, gravitated toward him quite as much as the no. general fan base did. And I wasn't around long enough to have that gravitation or whatever word you want to use. The thing that I just, listen, 
Adrian, for all that he was, he did like Nebraska. He he bought into the program. I understand all of that. But we were looking earlier, and this is the argument that I have that I think Casey Thompson will be a better quarterback. You had games against Oklahoma and Kansas where he threw five touchdowns against Oklahoma, six against Kansas. Yes, they lost against Kansas. He threw six touchdowns. Come on, let's not blame that on Casey Thompson. Yeah. If Adrian Martinez ever threw six touchdowns, we wouldn't blame it on him. And he had to rob it, by the way. Kansas had like a two-touchdown lead in the fourth. But we looked at it. The most touchdown passes Adrian ever threw in a game was three. Yeah. Like, he doesn't even have the ability or the potential to throw that many touchdowns in a game. He, and, and that's why it's just like the ceiling for Casey Thompson is just so high. Like, he does things that Adrian literally is not capable of doing. And that's why I just don't understand, like, what this admiration for Adrian Martinez is. I guess I just wasn't here long enough. I wasn't able to see his freshman season where he went to the next year as, what, a Heisman favorite or whatever it was. Uh, like I, yeah. And I know that probably made a lot of Husker fans excited, and that's why a lot of people a lot of it, by gravitated the way, to him. But His freshman year numbers were good, and he was, like, solid. Don't get me wrong. It was his best year. But a lot of it was still the belief in Frost. It was like, okay, well, this remember right. what he did with Mariota and right. Mackenzie Milton, and now he's got this freshman, Adrian Martinez, is coming off a good year. He's going to get better as sophomore. So part of it was pro- projecting forward. I think when we say uh, – I don't think it's necessarily um, – Truthful to say that he was ever a Heis- in the Heisman race. I would hope to God he was. Not. He was like a preseason. They did the list of you know I can't remember who it was going back that year, but the three or four household names, and then Adrian Martinez was there because they were projecting Scott Frost's previous um, job of bringing up quarterbacks. Right. And uh, combined, it's not completely unwarranted. It was combined with his freshman numbers, but his freshman numbers weren't like out of this world good. They were they were solid, and his team was four and eight. Well, that's the thing, too, is I, I – in Adrian Martinez's defense, let's not act like he had the best teams around him, and he certainly didn't have the best offensive line around him. Yeah. But I just don't understand, like, Adrian Martinez leaving, whether you you like him or not, I think it's a good thing for Nebraska football, right? Yeah. It was just – it was time, and, I, and we were talking about it, and VJ was talking about it, that – Maybe he was able to stay, and he's mad at him for leaving Nebraska, still having the eligibility, and then entering the transfer portal. What it comes down to is, if you're Nebraska, do you really want Adrian Martinez to come back? Like, even if Casey Thompson is just as good or even worse, at least it's a change of scenery, right? At least it looks different because, obviously, Adrian Martinez – whether you want to consider him a good quarterback or a bad quarterback, and I'm the person that is right in the middle, I think he was an incredibly mediocre quarterback. And that's where most of the truth and lies with anybody. That's the middle, that's not part of the bad. problem is when Nebraska's roster was built the way it was, when the offensive line wasn't great, you had glaring holes on the offensive and defensive side. You have to have a quarterback that can elevate you to a 6-7, whatever win total you're looking for to get over the hump. Adrian Martinez doesn't have that, and he never did, and I think that's part of the problem. And I just I, – I, I don't understand the Tier 7, and Nolan brings up a good point. Is a bad look for Nebraska if Martinez posts up a 7-plus win season? Yeah. Yeah, it is, because he's not only going to shut me up, but he's going to shut up all the Husker fans that wanted him gone and wanted a new quarterback. How about, how about even worse than I, – because I know everybody's doing the totality thing. 
What if Nebraska doesn't look like they belong in the same field as Oklahoma and Martinez leads the Wildcats to an upset against the Sooners? I think it's going to take pretty bad. I think it's going to take more than that. I, I I think one game isn't going to be able to define a player's entire career at Nebraska. It's but I'll tell you right now, it, this is the point that Vershawn made up that brought up. If he wins the Big Twelve, that is a horrible look for Nebraska. A horrible you just added to the list. Look. I mean, what is <laughs> there's there's a lot of horrible looks for Nebraska. Three and nine's a horrible look for Nebraska. Uh, this the whole tenure has been a horrible look for Nebraska. I don't know if that necessarily makes it worse. Maybe it, it makes it worse. It has to. I mean, not that the much. The fact though. that you had because Kansas State, for all that they are, they were eight and five last year. They were eight and five. But if you look at their roster again, I I'll be honest. I don't have an in depth be able to detail about Kansas State's roster, but I'm going to guess over the past few seasons, recruiting, talent-wise, it's probably pretty similar. I could be very wrong in saying that, but if I had to take a wild guess when I compare Nebraska's roster, especially this last year when, what, four guys got drafted, other guys are on NFL yeah. rosters, two second-round draft picks, you have talent on your roster. I'm going to assume Kansas State probably has a similar type of talent. And if you win the Big 12 with that, that says something about the coaching staff in Nebraska, and that says something about the program that we're at currently. But what more needs to be said? They're, they're on plan C for their offensive coordinator. They completely are throwing away the offense, the reason they were brought in to begin with. I mean, their backs are against the wall. I don't know if, you know, maybe it's a bad look, but there's... There's nine. There's 99 bad looks already, so I don't necessarily know how much that's going to correlate or be an awful look for Nebraska. It might be talked about a little bit with Adrian it Martinez. It has to be. Yeah. Remember it, last year at the College World Series when uh, <laughs> when they said Taylor Martinez. Were you here for that? I do. I do remember that. Yes, I do. Remember Instead that. of Adrian, that was that it, was also a bad look. Th- that's one of them. <laughs> that. I mean, we take Taylor Martinez in a heartbeat. Oh yeah. There. A, or, so we have a couple textures in. Gus says Amart was a lot like Bo Pelini. His act wore thin. Goodbye, good riddance. Never got any better. And then the blame never landed on his shoulders. Always lack of talent around him or bad coaching. Yada yada yada. Everyone always has an excuse not to blame him for interceptions or late fumbles. Rest my case. I, like I've said in the past, I think Adrian Martinez did get his fair share of criticism. But I think when you look at the national media, like the guy that wrote that article yesterday about the tiers of college football quarterbacks, mm-hmm. he basically said that the blame was put on Adrian Martinez and not rightfully so. I think that is garbage. Like, no, not all the blame should be put on Adrian Martinez. I'm not saying that, and I will never say that. And, Bach, I know that you think – a lot of it goes towards Scott Frost. I would agree that some of it goes towards him, too. I would say that some of it goes towards special teams. But then I would also say that some of it goes towards Adrian Martinez. Oh, Look, yeah. if you were able to close in the fourth quarter, not even close, if you were able to limit the turnovers in the fourth quarter, we're having a different discussion about the entire season. And there was no faith in a two-minute drill with Adrian Martinez. None. Not going to Whatsoever. Yeah. And it was just, the thing was, you were on the edge of your seat down the wire in a good game and saying, oh my gosh, when's the turnover going to come? And a lot of that, maybe some of it has to do with play calling. Maybe some of that has to do with the position that they are in. A lot of it's probably mental at some point in time. I've talked about that a lot is that once you get into that pattern of losing over and over and over in the fourth quarter, it keeps happening. That might go into it. But blame has to be put on Adrian Martinez's shoulder. It has, you can't, like, he should not get off scot free for this. 
Scott Frost free. Scott Frost free. Uh, Kip says off the text line, I've never rooted for a player more in my life that wasn't a pro than Adrian Martinez, and I think it comes down to his character. I feel sad that it didn't work out. And I do, that, too. That's a, that's a large portion of the Nebraska fan base. Um, just weren't going to give up on the guy and, and have the same feelings for Frost. I mean, that's I mean that was reflective in the ticket prices. I keep going back to that from the from the Ohio State game to the Iowa game. Ohio State's a top ten team. And got, I got in for ten bucks. Iowa, you can get in for a hundred. That was after they said we're keeping Frost, and the, the fan base just jumped aboard. So right. it's interesting to see how it all goes down. Uh, we'll take a let's let's take a stroll down memory lane. Let's go back to 2014. We got our song choice ready, and we'll cover the Huskers 2014 season the last year of Bo coming up next here on the ticket water cooler <laughs> 